This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Al and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, here we go. We get a Monday, Monday, Monday podcast rolling. Thanks, Eddie. What's up, Al? Oh, hi there, Jerry. So, uh, Gina's been having this, like, horrendous cough for, like, weeks. Legitimately weeks. five weeks. Oh, like just terrible. Coughing like Has she gone to the crazy. doctor? No. No? She went to a teledoc yesterday. Oh, it's a start. It's a start, yeah. It's a coughing and coughing and coughing. And I realized that, you know, growing up, we always used to think, and maybe even today, women feel like when men are sick, we we ba- we we expect to be babied, right? Like, uh, like I know, like in my house, when my father was sick, it was much more dramatic than if my mother was sick. When okay. when mothers are sick, they have to still do all their mother things and also be sick. Yeah, in fairness, when I'm sick, I also have to do my father things, and I yeah. still come to work. But it's a different era now. It is I'm a saying, different like That's back true. when I was growing up, the the fathers they went to work. Okay, and if they were sick, they didn't go to work, and they just w- wanted to be, you know, needed to I, care. I think that is a stereotype. Yes. Yeah. Well, I think uh, you know, I still think like even um, you know people I know that are women that I'm related to or friends with when their husbands get ill it's always like oh my gosh he's acting like he's the biggest baby so i know that going in but gina being sick and she was over and jerry she was coughing like this loose cough like i was like yeah into my throw blanket because coughing blowing her nose constantly and then she's like you're not sitting next to me on the couch. <laughs> you know, I'd be thinking, go home. <laughs> but this is the funny thing. When I'm sick, which right. is not often. Right. I know it's not. When I'm sick, she's like, don't come near me. I have a presentation to give. I've got that. But when she's sick, if I'm not making out with her, she acts like, you don't, this is what people do for each other. But why don't You've you bring up the last me. time you were sick? I do. I do bring around. it up. I do bring it up. It that doesn't. It's Falls like I'm, deaf ears. It's like I'm spot talking Spanish to her, <laughs> and she don't speak Spanish. Wow. Yeah, that's a tough spot to be in. It was unbelievable, Jerry. She was like, "You haven't hugged me." You, ha-. I'm like, I don't want to get to go near you. Yeah, and then I get dramatic myself. Like when she does a loud cough, if I'm sitting next to her, I turn my head away. Like I'm trying not to breathe in whatever she's coughing. <laughs> and then the other funny thing I think we do. As people who will get sick, is we we become like a doctor and we go, I'm not contagious anymore. Like we have any idea. How do you know? I know. You don't even know what you have. Or go to a doctor. Right. Yeah, I know. That's I'm I'm one, I'm very quick to the doctor. Yeah. I'd rather if it's nothing, just tell me it's nothing. And if it's something, give me something now. So yes. I don't have to worry about it. Let's get it rolling. Yeah. Because you know, when I get a cold, it's a week. And I hate that. And if it's more than a cold, tell me. Let's not jerk around here for four days. Yeah. Then I finally get, and I wasted four days where I could be getting the meds in me. Correct. You know. Yeah, it's just, it's another example of men and women just don't get along. Honestly, we just see the world differently. Yeah. 
And that's, I always tell you, man, going to these games and watching couples and they look like they want to stab each other in the face. These two look like they haven't spoken to each other in six months. This one's sitting here. The other one's on the other corner of the other side of the yeah. field. It's just, it's, uh, it's amazing. We even had a conversation at a party we were at last week where one of our friends brought up the fact that women are crazy. That's his take. So whatever, his wife's laughing because I think she actually agreed with him. And Kim, to a certain extent, agreed with him. And then Kim started attacking me for things that I don't really do. I might have done once. And then when I brought up things that she does, she gets mad. Right. Time out. How does this work exactly? This is how it works. Bizarre. It is very bizarre. Very strange. And I remember Gina got coronavirus. Okay. In the beginning when coronavirus was something you didn't want to. Yeah, sure, sure. Like now you get, like even when I got coronavirus a couple months ago, listen, it's... It's yeah. not the same coronavirus. Mm-hmm. She got the coronavirus when it was the coronavirus. The tough strain in the beginning, yeah. yeah. And she well, she went to the doctor, and that do- that's when she found out. And the doctor wanted to send her to the emergency room for monoclonal antibodies, mm-hmm. the IV. Yep. She goes, are you going to drive me? I go, uh... <laughs> and this is in the winter. <laughs> I go, be in a car with you? They- no. In a closed car? Knowing you've got it? Wow. And the hospital was not far, so it's not like she wouldn't have been yeah, able yeah, to yeah. drive herself. Right. She was pissed for a long time. <laughs> Meanwhile, when I had coronavirus, even the weaker one, she's like, I don't want coronavirus. <laughs> yeah, of course you don't. Yeah, it's, it's uh, crazy. The minds work in very different ways. We're very strange we're people. We're just very different. Yeah. They're, we're humans. Yeah. But men and women are just so incredibly different. Do you think gay couples get along better? Do you, you know, think they fight more or funny. less or the same? I said I said something like that to Joe once. Yeah. Just from We were having a conversation about relationships way back when. And I remember I just blurted something. I, we were fooling around, and I didn't really think about it when I said it. But on that thought, I remember saying to him, maybe we're, we're all probably better off that way just because maybe you think the same. Right. And I remember him saying, yeah, but then when you think the same, there's probably issues there. That's why. But if it works, great. If it doesn't work, great. Whether you're gay, straight. but it does, It's just the, the people have to have things in common. It doesn't matter what you are. You have to find the person that syncs up with you best. Right. You have to have things in common, but you also have to have things different because they go all opposite to track. Yeah, I don't believe that, by the way. I actually think it's a load of crap. They can attract. They can all, that can also cause major problems. I think that's one of those things someone put on a goddamn bumper sticker in 1934, and it's just stuck with us. They put it on one of the really old well, let me ask model you this. T Fords. All kidding aside, so let's go through this for a second because I've always found that um, that phrase interesting. Opposites attract. Okay, I love baseball. And my girlfriend or wife thinks it's the stupidest thing in the world. Why would she ever want to go to a game with me? My wife or girlfriend loves the symphony. I'd rather jab my face with needles. Why would I ever want to go with her willingly? Like, I don't, she loves seafood. I can't stand it. Why would I ever want to go to a seafood restaurant? She likes to talk. I don't. How is that going to work? Like, honestly, I don't, I don't get that whole Someone's got to explain it to me because all I see is fighting in the future and a lot of it. Yeah, I think the opposite attract thing works in the beginning. Yes. And then... But a long-lasting relationship, you're going to kill each other. Yeah, you better have a lot more in common than opposites attract. Correct. And you know what? Most people, most couples, while having a lot in common, I really do believe... There's always going to be things that you're opposite on. There's always, whether it's politics, whether it's broccoli or string bean. There's always going to be things you're opposite on. But this notion that you're a complete opposite of your your spouse or girlfriend or boyfriend and it's going to work. Yeah. Good luck. Right. An introvert and someone who loves to go party. That those are right, not like, going to work if out. You, if Gina was a party girl and wanted to go dancing every Friday and Saturday, and how long is your relationship going to last? Not at all. Not long. The only thing that I would say Kim and I are opposite on 
and I don't even think it's that bad, is I'm not, I'm really not a talker because we do this all day. Um, and she, she does. I mean, she, she could talk to a, to a wall. I mean, she's very, she's got the gift of gab, which is great. Other than that, I mean, we really do have a lot of common likes, which is kind of why we got, how we got together. So, and I was voted most friendly in high school. I'm just got to throw that in. That's pretty good. Senior year when we did get together, I was most friendly. Friendliest. Out of 250 people. Wow. Did you ever tell Boomer that? Yeah, we've talked about it. I think he tends to forget that. That's okay. That's all right. Friendliest. Yeah. That's pretty good. Me and Chrissy Cologne, we were the uh, the two most friendliest. Got a picture with her. Yep. SJV's most friendliest. Do you think she's still a friendly person? I do. Okay, good. She was very bubbly. She was. Very friendly, yes, absolutely. So I remember thinking uh, just all about that, like in the, the beginning, things opposite to track than where they are now. So I can remember the, when I first met Gina, I met her at this event where I was speaking at. It okay. was a communications association of some mm-hmm. sort and she was sitting at the my table and i remember she had so much energy sitting at the table yeah and she was talking a mile a minute and she was all over the place and there was something about that that i liked mm-hmm. right sure. i clearly it's the opposite of me she was just like all over the place but also interested in you and what you were there for right i don't i don't think in particular oh, you don't think that's what that, it was that moment but she was just like all over the place, hyper energy, lack of focus. She was all over the place. But I was, I found it intriguing. Now I'm like, you are all over the place. What are you? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It's it's crazy how I just think something strange about opposites attracting in the beginning, and then that's probably the stuff you argue over the rest of your lives. Maybe it's possible. I also think you were physically attracted to her. I mean, honestly, mo- right. most relationships do start there. Oh, for sure. Now, could there be a relationship where you've been friends for a long time? And it, yes, of course that happens. Uh, no, no doubt. But most relationships are, and she is beautiful. Or look at that, you know, it usually starts. Fi- and then when you start talking to the person, does it progress? You know, sometimes the physical attraction wins out over, man, we got nothing in common. But then it's weird when you see un- like a, an attractive person with an unattractive person. Yeah, well, who knows That's where weird. that comes from, right? That could be one where the could person o- grew time. on you. Yeah, grew on you over yeah, time for sure. There's no doubt. Yeah. Man, relationships are weird, man. Yeah, very strange. Very weird. Very I mean, strange. I hear fifty percent. You know, was it fifty-two percent marriages end up into whatever that yeah. number is? There are sometimes I walk around and look at people and I wonder how is that number not eighty <laughs> percent. Because people just generally, couples don't look like they like one another. Yeah. Very weird. And I think, too, because we're at that age where I think the probably, I would think, the I would say, maybe you would or disagree or agree, early 40s to mid 50s, that's probably where the bulk of the divorces come, I would think. I would think so. So that's the life I'm living right now with all the people around us. And you see it. So those are the people you're seeing more of, that yeah. age group. Yeah. Yeah, because kids are getting, the. if you had children, those kids are leaving to go to college sure. and, or moving out or yep. whatever. And then you're you're in a different spot with each other. Yeah. I'll give you another one. If, if I, I like to travel, if Kim didn't want to travel, then what? Like when the kids are going to be out in college or gone or move out, and it's just us again. Like, I want to travel a lot like we did when we first got married. If she wasn't the traveling type and just wants to sit home and watch TV, how is that going to work? I guess I'll go on a lot of golf trips. I, but she does. She loves the islands, loves going on, loves seeing different places. That helps us. Yeah. But that's another one where the opposite thing doesn't work yes. on any level. And I think that's where also these couples that seem like, oh, no, they're so happy together and they're so perfect together even though they have a a big age gap at some point that comes into effect too it can sure with what you each like to do yeah or how much energy one person has versus the other person no doubt there's no question about that yeah i mean i see that just with my kids the amount the lack of energy i have now that i used to have 
that every day I would be outside with Matthew in the backyard shooting hoops with him. And I'm not saying I haven't put the time in, which I have, but it's not the same. You know, it's, yeah, sure, I'll, I'll, I'll set the pitching machine up for you. and I'll drop balls in for you. And I'm out there working with them, but I'm not throwing to them. Because I just, I'm exhausted. I go out there, instead of shooting with him, I rebound for him. And, I just, and we talk, and it's, it's, it's a different relationship. And I am still spending the same amount of time, sure. but it's a little different. I don't have the energy to do the one-on-one all the time with them or, you know, to play the one-on-one. That's why finding this golf with them now has been phenomenal. Yeah, I can that's do that awesome. all, And the fact that they're killing me to go all the time is great. It's like, you know, but, you know, it's, uh, you get older, it's harder. That's why it's like, what's her name? Oh, God, from the singer who married the uh, the music writer or the music composer, David Foster, is that his name? Yeah, David Foster. What and she uh, marry? She's got to be 30. Catherine McPhee. Yeah. Like 30 years younger than him. Yes. He's going to be really old soon. <laughs> and she's a beautiful woman in her late 30s, early 40s. Right. Probably late 30s. Uh, probably. So when he's 80 and she's turning 42 and she wants to go to a party on a Friday night and get a sitter, he's going to be like, you know what? I'm 80. I'll be the sitter. I'm good here. Yeah. That's I'm good gotta... hanging out on the couch. I'll wait up for you. And I know you do things in the moment you can't worry about tomorrow all for that. Yeah. Damn. That's old. That is a thirty-eight-year-old. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. maybe he's not that. No, nah, maybe he's not. He's not eighty. How old do you think he is? I think he's got to be his late seventies because he's one of these guys that's an older guy that looks looks pretty good for himself. David Foster, no, he's seventy-three. Okay, and how old is she? Catherine she McPhee is... with a K, Jerry Catherine. Catherine McPhee is thirty-nine. Okay, so they're uh, thirty-three years of thirty-four years of thirty-four years apart. Yeah, that's that's a big difference. So if he was thirty-four and met her when she was a baby, he'd be like, "I would like to date this baby when she turns of age." <laughs> Got to wait eighteen years. <laughs> oh my god, this baby is adorable. Think- May I date your baby in like twenty-five years? If you want to, Al. Here's the thing that's so bizarre, though. We always talk about this, too. Think about the different lives he's had within his one life. Right. Like Many he, different lives. He marries a super beautiful woman when he turns 67. <laughs> Prior to that, I don't know, he might have been married two other times. and had kids. Probably. I, I think he does. I think he's got daughters that are older than her, actually. Yes, you're correct. Like, he's living a new life. Yeah. Weird. Very weird. Right, just when you think you have the life you're having... Something crazy could happen. Something crazy can always happen. And it, you don't know when it's going to happen. You could hit the lottery. Boom. Yeah. Like, it could be something awesome. Could be great. Could be terrible. Could be great. Could be somewhere in the middle. Yes, very much so. Gina's also wondering, Jerry, what we're going to be doing in Las Vegas for the amount of time we're all going for Super Bowl. Shows. Well, she says, like, what are you guys doing after the shows? I don't know. It's going to be 7 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. I plan to, if the weather's good, I am planning on playing some golf with, with Geo. A couple of days, I think. Other than that, whatever CBS wants us to do, get some sleep. The thing that hurts is the nighttime is when you want to have drinks and have some fun, and we really can't. Not getting up at... Right, our, the, the warm-up show will start at 2 a.m. Yeah. local time for and us. That means we're getting up at midnight. Yeah. So there's really no nightlife at all for us. Um Unless we're going to, I mean, I guess it's Vegas. I guess we could drink at 9 o'clock in the morning like it's our you nighttime. Could. You could. I suppose that's possible. Yeah, but she's like, that's a lot of days, and you guys don't have a game plan. It's four months away. That's what I said. Have a game plan. Yeah. Talk to us the first week of February before we go. We'll talk yeah. about a game plan. She said, you know, because you guys, if you want to find trouble out there, you guys could find trouble out there. There's drinking. There's gambling. And there's sex. There's hookers, Jerry. Come on. Then she hit me with this conversation, too. She goes, Uh do you know that Super Bowl week is the highest, is the worst, um, uh, what do they call, like, when uh, they they sell you into sex slavery? What? You know, like, women get sold into sex slavery? It happens, like, Super Bowl week, too. This is what she said. This is like the, the most popular time for someone to be sold in the sex slavery is Super Bowl week, I guess, yeah. in the Super Bowl city. And it's Las Vegas where that's already going on. I don't understand the point. 
So you're going to be looking for sex slaves? Evidently. She thinks you and me, Gio, and Eddie will be looking for sex slaves. Sex trafficking. Which I told her, I'm sure we are not. Uh, Just a little note to Gina. We might be the three most boring human beings on the planet. What is she thinking? I said all of us, by the way, are going to be excited that we get to sleep without anyone bothering us. Yes. No dogs, no children. It's so funny. I'm going to Vegas for a week. I said to Kim, I'm like, do you want to, you want to take off and come with me? She goes, no, you know, she goes, honestly, she goes with your hours. It sounds like a brutal week. And Gina thinks we're going to be, you know, banging whores all over the place. (laughs) Wow. Gina goes, uh, is Gio's Gina going? I go, nah, no interest. She goes, what? What about Kim? I go, no, like no no interest. interest. Is Eddie's wife going? I go, no, no. I Kim for a, like a brief moment. She was like, "Oh, that would be interesting." And then she's like, "No, it's February. We went there in February. It was cold and rainy." She goes, yeah. you know what? "I'm good. You guys go." Well, that was the other thing. Like we were all talking about what we were going to do, and a, I remember a caller called in that day. And he's like, "You know, it's like 53 degrees in Las Vegas in February." Yeah, February's chilly. Yeah, so February's- it's not going to be hanging out by a pool. Oh no, 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 not. A, I mean, could you? Yes. I mean, is it possible it could be 75 degrees? Absolutely. I think the norm, though, is that mid fifties. It's that's the. I think it's their worst month of the year, weather wise. It's their only bad month of the year. I think. What do you think? Uh, you know, because CBS likes to take us places to film us. Yeah. To do that week. Yeah. You well, think the Bunny we'll, Ranch. Bunny Ranch. Hoover Dam. I bet we go to. Yeah. Okay. One of the chapels where people get married. Uh, the Elvis, Elvis Chapel. The Elvis Chapel. One we'll of Elvis to, Chapel. Yeah. We'll go yeah. to that fountain probably. We'll go to New York, New York. New York, New York. Like tourists. The fountain. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Oh, you else. know where I want to go? Where? Can we go to um, where you pawn stuff? Oh, pawn sh- the pawn stars What's guy. The, yeah. Yeah. We should go there. All right. We'll bring some crappy equipment with us. That would be fun. I got some stuff I would bring. We got, we could do that. That's fun, Jerry. That would be a good idea. What else goes on in Las Vegas? We can go to Area 51. Isn't that near Nevada? We can go see it's if there's Nevada, UFOs. But I don't know that you're allowed in. I don't think that that's... It's not a museum. Oh. I hmm. mean, come on. Should be. I, I suppose. Don't the Mets have a minor league team out there? The Space Aliens or something? Uh, they are no longer there. Oh, they're out? That was a they, quick... Uh, yes. They were... Quick turnaround? They were for a few years, but no. That, that is gone. Okay, so then it's gone. I think... Uh, isn't it Syracuse now? Is their team? Oh, yeah. You're right. That's, by the way, the Bunny Ranch, you know, those hooker I, I was places. Kidding, by the no, way. no, I know, but um the people think those are in Las Vegas. I think they're a couple hours away. Like, in Nevada. In Nevada, yeah. Right, but it's not Las Vegas. Yeah, not Las Vegas. No. You couldn't possibly get a hooker in Las Vegas, Jerry. It'll be great for poops and giggles. And this will come back to a whole opposite thing that doesn't work out so well. <laughs> you know, when we get the car to go from the airport to the hotel, I'm sure they'll give us cards for strip clubs. Yeah. And girls. You should take some screenshots and send them to her. Which one you like? We found what we found what we're doing. We're going to strip clubs all day, drinking. Because she's right. Like you can't gamble. Sure you can. Every, but I'm saying, like to me, like once I lose a hundred dollars, I'm like pissed. Oh, that's different. You know what I mean? No, I'm, listen. I'm saying you gotta. If you're gonna gamble, you're gonna have to pace that drinking. You oh, would yeah, have to yeah. all that stuff. That's the thing. Was, of course. I mean, again, this notion that we're off at seven a.m. and we got all day. We do, but at some point we need to fit in seven hours of sleep somewhere. Yeah. And if we've got to be up, got to be up by midnight, yeah. I would think, right? Because we're on at one. We go on at two. We go on at two. So we got, I need to be, so yeah, by 1230, I got to be up because I'll be downstairs at one. Right. We're on at two or the we're show on a, is? We are on at two, you and I. And the show so the comes on at three. three. Seven. Okay. So we're on at two. That means I got to be down there at one. So 1230, I'm up. For real, by 5 o'clock, I need to lay down. Oh, for sure. Unless we're going to do the, and I'm sure Boomer's going to want to go eat at 6 o'clock some right. nights. So that on those days, that's going to be go back, sleep from like 7.30 to 11.30, then get up, go to dinner, and then lay down for two hours. That's going to be not easy. Yeah, what else can we do in Vegas? People can uh, Twitter to me, but don't drink hookers We and can stuff drink like and that. smoke weed, Al. I mean, real things, not smoking weed, not drinking. Like, those what are, are some real you will find out those are very real things. <laughs> like going to Hoover Dam. That's nice. That's boring. I went to Hoover Dam. I took Me pictures too. there already. Me it, too. And you know what it is? A dam. Yeah, it's a giant dam. It's like... <laughs> when did you go? Uh, 2004. 
was the last time we were there? I was at, now. I know this only because the shirt I was wearing at Hoover Dam had the it said Las okay. Vegas and the year on it, nineteen eighty five. That you went to Hoover Dam with your parents? Yeah, went to Hoover Dam. Okay, yeah, I went with Kim. My father wanted us to be more excited for Hoover Dam, and it really sightseeing is brutal. Yeah. It just is. It's cool. It's a giant day, and it's very large. Yeah. And then what do you do? Yeah. You snap a couple of pictures and realize now we got to drive back. <laughs> and it looks the same as it does in the pictures. Oh, maybe we'll go uh, Grand Canyon. I'm not going to the Grand Canyon. I have no interest. That walk. We'll do that walk where you I'm go not, out on that clear path. I am not interested. I'm just not interested. Okay. I'm sorry. I'd rather go play golf. Hmm. I do. Well, maybe on a day when you guys go play golf, me and Eddie will go up to the Grand Canyon. Girlfriend, you can take pictures of each other. With hookers. <laughs> You, Eddie, two hookers and a helicopter. <laughs> With drinks, weed, and we gamble <laughs> when we get up there. Now we got a party. Now we're talking about Las Vegas, everybody. <laughs> Good morning, everybody. All right, Jerry, let's do the warm-up show. We'll see you tomorrow on a Tuesday show. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. During the time that I worked with Roger Clemens, I injected him on numerous occasions with steroids and human growth hormone. I also injected Andy Pettit and Chuck Knobloch with HGH. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Good morning, campers. Alan Jerry, don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. Hi, football Monday, and after a victory for the Giants, how about that? Not so good for your Dolphins, the Eddie Scazzeri, what do you say? Hey, across from me, his name, as always, is Al Darren Dukes. What's up, man? Good morning there, Jerry. We call him ADD. Oh, yeah. Al uh, All Dukes. I kept hearing about yesterday, and it was really getting to a very annoying uh, National Tight Ends Day. They said it yeah, I agree. every time. We're wearing a, shirts? What the hell is going on here? Every time a tight end caught a oh. ball, they brought it up. Scott Hansen, who's a... Uh, it, was, it, was, it was a bit much. Total cornball. Yes, he is. He is so corny. Yeah. And all he kept doing is uh, National Tight Ends Day. Then I watched my main man, Chris Rose, do the highlights on yep. NFL Network. It's a, and I don't know if he was doing it to be funny. Or sarcastic. Or sarcastic, but... Every highlight when a tight end caught a ball, he mentioned it. It was so. It really was stupid. It's so dumb. Like I saw the first mention of it, I heard was with Boomer and 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 Cower and Nate, and I'm like, they, they did they it pull, too. And they pull, yeah, on the NFL today, oh, yeah, and they yeah, pulled yeah. out the shirts. I'm like, that what? Like what is this? Stupid. And then I saw your guy Scott Hansen. Yes. Then I'm watching the Ravens game, and then you got this guy, and that. I'm like, oh, it's enough with this. Yeah, it's Greg dumb. Olson, hey, National Tight Ends Day. Or... Well, you are a tight end. We know you're going to say, ay, ay, ay. So I'm saying, what is it? It's, it's just nothing. It's nothing. Oh, God, stupid. There's really? a local radio station down the Jersey Shore, the one that Mark Chernoff's on there. <laughs> okay. All they do, every DJ, all they do is tell you what the national – Day is okay. You know, it'd be today like is a, National Hot Dog Eating Day. Yeah, right. It's like that, that's not content. It is for them. Just play the music <laughs> then and shut up. The same way National Tight End Day should not have been content all day yesterday. Correct, Jerry. I'm I'm with you on that. I, I agree. I did uh, yesterday for the Giant Washington game. I did not watch Red Zone at all. I watched only the Giants. Wow, look Commanders you. game. Okay, you didn't even have the Red Zone on. No. I for even for commercials, you didn't have it yeah, on? Yeah, I didn't oh, have okay. it on. I only put it on after the Giant game was over. Gotcha. So, first of all, 
I think this uh, Tyrod Taylor, who, by the way, Chris Rose calls Tyrod also. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if Evan Roberts I'm not sure is right. what his name is because Tiki and different points yesterday called him Tyrod and Tyrod. Yeah. I don't know what the guy's name is. I will say, I am more entertained when he's quarterbacking than Daniel Jones. I know this is going to be a sentiment from a lot of people. He throws the ball down. Throws field. a nice ball. Yeah. A very nice ball, Jerry. Well, let's be let's, so. Tyrod Taylor, Tyrod Taylor, Taylor. <laughs> this, Jerry. He's been a starting quarterback and a good one in the league yeah. at times. He was the starting quarterback for the Bills for three years. Unfortunately for him, he's never stayed healthy. And when he was healthy, he got his lung was his lung that got punctured in lung San Diego punctured, yeah. or L.A. or wherever that was. So it's not a surprise to me that he's playing well. But I agree with you. Forget that he's playing well. The team just looks different. And it's not like they put up 48 points yesterday. Right. They scored 14. However, they were also driving for another score when Saquon decides to put the ball on the ground, which kind of changed the complexion of that fourth quarter and maybe the way we looked at the game, too. They go in for another touchdown, and they win 21-7. I don't know that I'm saying that. But in the end, they scored 14 points. Right, and nothing in the second half. No, well, they scored both touchdowns in the second quarter. Yeah. And that was it. So I can certainly nitpick, but I'm with you. I They just look different. If you're just using the the old eyeball test, the old eyeball test looks he looks like a better fit right now for this team. Yeah, and like you said, they didn't they score only 14 points, both touchdowns in the second quarter. But I was more entertained watching that yep. game than any of the uh, Daniel Jones things. It seems like the ball comes out quicker because he got sacked a few times too. It's not like he was back there had all day. Justin Pugh has been good. I mean, I'd be fair. And Saquon Barkley made a difference. So, I mean, there's there are things, and the defense played well. So there's a lot to like. And the commanders suck. And the commanders are not good. They're just not. They're yeah. not a good football. They're they not are not. Complete. The way they got their asses kicked against the Bears, they looked awful yesterday. Um, they should never have won in Atlanta last week. They got dominated in every facet of the game, but Desmond Ritter decided to throw to them instead of his team. Um, they're not good. But... Whatever. It's it's a win, it's a win, it's a win. You scratch it off, you move on to the Jets now. You know, I don't it you've got Dable I guess the question posed to him was it wasn't is Daniel Jones still your quarterback? It was is Tyrod Taylor making a case that he should be the quarterback of this team? And really no answer other than hey, he played well today. That was it. Next question. Yeah. So I guess we will know at some point this week whether Daniel Jones is healthy. Yeah. Healthy. That'd be great if Daniel Jones plays next week and they lose to the Jets. Ooh, well, that, I don't. Th- that's when it gets ugly. I mean, the Jets will probably be favored in the game. I would think so. You know, I don't think the Jets. It was McMonagle. It might have been Chris driving in. McGonagall. McGonagall. I think he said it, and he's right. Um, I think it was him where he's like, the best unit on the field next week will be the Jets' defense. So theoretically. You got the better team. They they should be favored. I don't know. If it was a giant home game. It's a giant home game, I'm not right? Even sure. Giant, I think it is. Sure. I think it's a. I think it's a giant home game. Giants home game. I'm pretty sure it's a giant. You want me to home Google game. that, Jerry? Because no, I could do that. It's really not. That I important. could do that for you. It seems like it's an important thing to you. No, not that important. So uh, let me just uh, get that out of the way, Jerry, because uh, it seems like you're not going to be able to move. No, I'm on. good. It really. Don't matter. Uh, Giants home game. Okay, I didn't need to know. <laughs> Giants home game, Jerry. <laughs> uh, I did also see. First of all, there were. A ton of punts in this game. Well, when punt, the score punt. is 14-7, <laughs> there's not a lot of scoring. Yeah, a lot of punts. The Commanders, this is a great stat, 1 for 15 How on about third down. They started 0 for 12. What? They started 0 for 12. Unbelievable. Oh, God. You guys stink on yeah. ice. Yeah. And Sam Howell, I think, what did they sack him? Five, six times yesterday? Six times. He is on pace to be sacked 4,000 times this season. He is. I feel bad for him. I don't know if he's going to make it through the season. They said the Giants had five sacks coming into the game and then got six yeah, yesterday. on poor Sam Howell. There was the one play, I, I remember, it might have been the first quarter, I'm not even sure, where it was third and like four or five from the Giant 34-yard line. I like, yeah, you know, even if they don't convert the first down, a couple more yards, you kick a field goal and whatever, put three on the board. And he dropped back, and it looked like he had a brief moment to throw the ball over the middle and then thought better of it, tucked it, and got clobbered. <laughs> like, okay, let's punt. There were a number of uh, plays in this game where I felt like, oh, this is where the tide turns and the Giants lose. A Sterling Shepard? Yeah, well, they're up 14 nothing, right? Yeah. Third quarter starts. Sterling Shepard uh, flubs that punt. Yep. 
leads to a score. The Barkley fumble. Mm-hmm. Kayvon Thibodeau dropping then easy pick six. Which would have been a touchdown. Makes you think, like, oh, this is... Yep. And they were even saying on the broadcast, I think Tiki may have even said it, or or Andrew Catalan, that bad teams... This is Bad teams find ways to lose. Sure. And, like, after that Kayvon Thibodeau drop, that's when they brought that up. And it's like, yes, you're right, because... That's, you can't be an almost team. You got to be. You got to make those plays. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I mean, that ball was right there. And I think the Sterling Shepard one. I'm almost certain was like 13 minutes ago in the third quarter, and that it wasn't the fourth quarter. That was the third, yeah, third quarter, quarter yeah. right after the half. And then I there was you're thinking, uh oh, could this be what yes. gets the snowball rolling the other way? The but it wasn't. And I mean, they did score. But the Giants defensively made a play on fourth down. They made a play. They did make a play, Jerry. They made a play because the way Washington. It is funny too how a team can't do a damn thing, and then all of a sudden, right down the field with that final drive. Well, it's, and then the opposite happens that you you mentioned that last week too. You were watching uh, Chargers Chiefs first half, all this offense. Then the second half, nothing. Nothing. Yeah. Just nothing until the end. Yep. What's tough going game. on in it's football a tough, here, Jerry? Tough game. That's what's going on. The I, defense gets paid too, Al. I did see when uh, Saquon Barkley got hit on the one play and when he got hit out of bounds, mm-hmm. and the announcers noticed as we did at home that his he, arm was hanging off. I, I couldn't even tell what it was. I didn't know it was his arm at the time. But I was like, is this guy going to be hurt I, I, again? I thought the same thing. I, I know. And then I'm listening to, I was actually in the car yesterday for the Giants post game show on the radio. Who's JC? I don't know. CJ. They would never say his full you tell name. tell me. I don't know. I don't know. There goes one is of the Lance guys. Meadows still doing that, or is it John Schmelk now? I think it's John Schmelk and a guy named JC or CJ. No idea. They okay. never say who he is. He sounds like he could be an ex-player because it doesn't sound like a I'm broadcaster. I'm sure he probably is. But anyway, there, he, that guy was saying, he's like, we need to give Barkley needs to get 30 touches a game. Barkley will be, will be a season over. In two games, if he's getting 30 touch, touches a game. Guy's always hurt. Yeah, uh, he gets hurt, hurt a lot. Yesterday. He gets hurt a lot. Do you not? Uh, Jonathan Casillas, that's JC. How about former, you say Jonathan player. Casillas every once in a while? <laughs> For those of us who have no idea who that is. <laughs> JC, what'd you see there? <laughs> <laughs> My goodness. Yeah, I understand. Well, I guess they feel they're doing it for the giant audience. I don't know. What can I tell you? Oh, it's not like he's a household name either. You're right. Hey, and Eli Manning. It's not, hey, LT. Yeah, right. You <laughs> I wanna, agree. You want to initial somebody, give me LT. I agree. You're not, and and I JC. believe Schmelk calls Carl Banks, Carl. Never calls him CB. CB. Yeah. I think it was Schmelk. I, it's got to be. Yeah, it is Schmelk. Yeah. It is Schmelk. Post-game show. Yes, I'm almost certain. Of yeah, it. I had that all uh, on there. But uh, I don't even know what that means to hyperextend your elbow. It means it was extended a little too far. So it went past where the bone should. I suppose so. He'd be all right, though. It'd oh, is fine. that right? You see that piece of black armor they put on his arm afterwards? Did you not notice that? No, I did that? not notice. You didn't notice the giant wrap he no. had on his arm when he came back into the game? He didn't miss much, but yes, when he came back on, they had the arm wrapped. Yeah. Hmm. Now, this giant jet game next weekend, that's a 1 o'clock game again. Nice. Which is sweet. That is good. I love. It was cool having a 1, a one o'clock, o'clock, o'clock game. Gi- yeah, it was just nice because. Not a prime time game, yeah. not a Monday night game, not 4.30. Yes. I'm with you. I know. I had the whole game completed. Before I ate my dinner, I was watching highlights of it again afterwards. Like, I just Wow, had, you're like a football nut. I had time to sponge you it watched all the, in. After you watched the game, you watched the highlights? I, I, well, I watched. I did watch the whole game. Yeah. Then I watched Chris Rose highlights on NFL Network. Then this morning, I watched highlights again. Wow. Three highlights, three times. You would think you actually care. Yeah, I still didn't get much out of it. <laughs> well, there wasn't much to be had. <laughs> exactly. It was a pretty... Mm. Other than Darren Waller is like the main, no matter yeah. who's quarterbacking. See, all right, now he's there's the only guy that gets the football. There's another point. That's what I expected when they signed him. Yeah, a day like yesterday, I thought, and and I guess still will be. I expected him to be Daniel Jones's Travis Kelsey. I thought he would be the featured receiver. I know he's a tight end, but he's really a receiver. That's what I envisioned yesterday. The ball went to him every other time that Tyrod Taylor was throwing the ball. Beautiful catch, left side on the touchdown between three defenders. Waller goes up, makes the catch, had several catches of significance. This is what I thought you would get. I actually think, you know, Tyrod Taylor throws that ball so smoothly. I feel like I could catch that. I could catch one from him. 
You might be able to. Like a deep bomb where he... F- well, let's not get nuts. Well, I'm saying where he throws, floats it why don't up we, Why don't we start with the five-yard out first? Because that might hurt. And then let's see if you can... Th- the the out? Boom. Yeah. Yeah, okay. You said he throws a nice ball. Yeah, just smooth. It looks smooth, Jerry. How about this? How about a post pattern with the safety bearing down on you from in front? No. Shoulder into your chest. I do not want a <laughs> shoulder into my chest. Al, he's dead. He's dead. <laughs> Al's dead. Look at him. He's broken. <laughs> yeah, I would like... That's a, he does throw, throw a nice deep ball. He does. Jalen Hyatt made yeah. a nice catch. He Was he the one, too, that almost had that one-handed touchdown catch that I thought he had? I don't remember. Uh, I don't, I've only seen I the highlights three different How do you times. not remember? You've watched know. everything. I've got too much. I had too much in my system, Jerry. I, I hear you. I was watching. This morning, I was watching Giants highlights again. I watched highlights from uh, Eagles, Dolphins. I watched highlights from the Texas Rangers game. Yeah. Jerry, I was all over it. How about Adolis Garcia? Yes. And, and Jonah a, Heim. Pretty good. And what a night we've got tonight, Jerry. We've got a great night. Really do. We've got, first of all, this all starts at 5.07. Diamondbacks, Phillies. Yeah. Why, by the way, why are we getting a, a game seven at 5 o'clock? I mean, it's nice. You're not. Diamondbacks and Phillies is game six. Oh. I see it as a... Uh, you know why I see the Phillies winning, and I see it as I got that you. they're. But even still, you have the Rangers playing Game Seven at eight. So eight. That's would true. you want them both to play at the same time? No, but give me two different days. Give me a Monday Tuesday yeah, situation. You could have done that, but you know baseball and staying on schedule, and you also get Max Scherzer tonight. Which is again, I don't under, I don't understand. I guess the question will be, if not him, who? Well, who got you here? Uh, you could make that case. I, I agree, but when he comes back, he's probably better than what they have at the back end of the rotation. Like the, they're, they've had injuries with their rotation. Okay, their strength is their offense, and their bullpen pitched really well yesterday. Listen, I know here in New York, people are going to be just. Re- I want the Rangers to win. I actually, but I know people want Max Scherzer to get lit up. He might. Maybe both happens. Maybe he gives up five runs in four innings and they win 10-9. Who knows? Right. Mets fans will be rooting for the Astros. Yankee fans always root against the Astros. Uh, that is true. So we got Phillies Diamondbacks at 507. Mm-hmm. At an electric Citizens Bank ballpark. Oh, it's going to be awesome. Yes, it will be. Rangers Astros at 803. Niners Vikings 815. Which is interesting, but it's not a great game because the Vikings aren't very good. That's true, but it is NFL football. Jerry, you're going to have a busy morning tomorrow morning. I would be really curious, and I mean this. Baseball is in a bad place with the you know the, the national audience. Football is king. Game 7 tonight, up against the Niners and a Vikings team that stinks. Now, the Niners have a big following. I get that, but I would be curious to see how bad they get trounced in the ratings. Or... If you get a little something out of the Rangers and the Astros. Yeah, so I would be curious for that, too. Maybe Andrew Marshan will let us know on a tweet or... Maybe he will. Neil Best. On somebody, somebody get us the uh, information. When we come back, I'm going to ask Al a question right now. Oh. I'm gonna, I'll, I'll be able to tell by the look in his eyes if he knows what I'm talking about mm. or not. 10 nothing. Any thoughts? Nope. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> We will explore that next and a whole lot more on a football Monday. Boomer and Geo at six on the fan. All right, the Black Crows on a Monday morning. Get your day and week rolling. So I said before the break, I asked Al a question. I said, 10 nothing. Does that ring a bell to you? And his answer was, no. Nope is exactly nope. what you said. Nope. Okay. Let me ask you this. What do they say could be uh, could happen on every play in an NFL game? A touchdown. Yes, sure. What could the officials do on every single play? Call holding. You call a penalty. Call a penalty. Would you you would agree with that? Yes, watching you could. It? hell, you just watched the Giants three different ways in the last twelve I hours. Sure did, Jerry. So you would say and you would agree with most people that say a penalty could be called on every play if they so choose. Yes. You know, last night. And I am not saying this is why they lost or why the other team won. That's Don't misunderstand me. But I just, for the life of me, cannot understand. And I didn't see the game because the game was last night. Long story. All I saw were a few highlights. Explain to me how the Dolphins are called for 10 penalties and the Eagles don't have one. Discipline, Jerry. How the hell is that possible? I don't know. 10 to 0? 
Were they obvious penalties? Again, I didn't see the game. Yeah. And I'm also not, I'm not blaming the game on this or the loss or the win. I'm not saying that. You know, this was a tie game. It's, was it 17 South? Whatever the hell the score was yes. at the time. So it's not like they lost because of the penalties. I'm not saying the Eagles won because of them. However, 10 nothing, none, zero. Zero that penalties. That team is so disciplined. Yes. That not one guy in the secondary put his hands on on Tyreek Hill or, or one of these guys. Not one lineman. They're so good up front. Not one lineman held a little bit. Not one penalty. Come on. No penalties, Jerry. Come on. Disciplined. Stop. Mike McDaniel's got that team in lockdown. No, well, they lost. Mike, Mike McDaniel didn't have them in lockdown. It would have been Nick Sirianni having oh, his I team see. in lockdown. I see, yes. Like, what the hell? Yeah, what was that game in? 31-17? Oh, yeah. Eagles now 6-1. and one. Eagles hit the ball for 36 minutes. I love this thing, too. They go, um, Jalen Hurts is a, an actual headline I, I saw, Jerry. So Jalen Hurts plays second half with brace on his knee. Sources say he has a knee injury. <laughs> and that he's banged up, but we don't know Ooh. what the injury is. What's so, what what, what a call by that source. And was limping. He's got a brace on his knee. Turns out he may have a knee injury, yep. sources say. I, I know, I know. There were a couple of uh, interesting uh, games yesterday. Surprises. The, yeah, there were some surprises. The Patriots beating the Buffalo Bills. That it's, was really surprising, Jerry. Uh, don't start. What was funny about that was, so Ian had that game. I think, yeah, it was Ian. And they talked about in the in like the first drive how Bill Belichick seems to, he always has a plan for the Bills and historically very good against the Bills. But this is a different year and, you know, we'll see. Next thing you know, I mean, the Bills couldn't do a damn thing. Really was something. What? Uh, that, that's always weird to me like when they go uh, like that, that statement. Bill Belichick always has a plan for the Bills. Well, that's or not always exactly a, what he said. But they always, always play a, well against them. Yeah, always has a plan for the Jets, right? Yeah. Sometimes you just match up well with it. I don't know why. It doesn't make sense because each year teams' personnel change. Changes, correct. So it's just weird to be like, oh, uh, the Cowboys always have problems with the Cardinals. Which, why? Which they have for the last eight years, But nine is that years. just I dumb luck? I don't know. I really don't know. Hmm. For whatever, like the Giants do well against Washington. They're struggling. Oh, thank God. Here comes Washington. You feel like you got a pretty good chance to win. The Giants do not do well against the Eagles. They don't have a or plan. Or the Cowboys for them. right now. Yeah. Right. It's, it's weird. And prior to that game yesterday, Mr. Ian Rappaport reported that Bill Belichick had, on, during the offseason, quietly signed a lucrative multi-year deal. Which is so funny because on Friday the reports were that Bob Kraft was thinking of firing him. Yes. I'm like, so what is the truth? And then know. on Saturday or Sunday they're like, oh, and by the way, he signed a yeah. large new deal in the offseason. And is going nowhere. And how did that happen quietly? Well, yeah, the two sides didn't tell anybody. That's weird. That's it happened when it happens in the off season though, and there's no media around. And if Belichick's got the type of agent that's not going to go talk because he doesn't want the publicity, there's nowhere else for it to get out. I would have thought Bill Belichick would have tweeted that out. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, look, I got a whole new deal. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, I'm gonna be here a while. So that was a surprise. That was really surprising. Don't no, please don't do this. The Ravens just manhandled so I, I, my I Detroit gotta, Lions. I gotta tell you something. I got to stop saying I don't like watching the Ravens. They were, I saw a lot of that game yesterday. The Lions didn't belong on the same field with them. They kicked the crap out of Detroit. It was, the Lions were defenseless. And then Jared Goff got his ass kicked. And it was over, like it was over early. That final score was 38 to six. And I can, for real, it wasn't that close. It was awful. I was watching that game. My 80 year old mother, Jerry, Sends me a text message that just says, what's the deal with the Lions? <laughs> they didn't play well. They were awful. <laughs> I don't know what's going on with the Lions. It's funny, too, when Red Zone goes to that game, you see the Lions in their white uniforms and the powder blue markings, and and then you see the Ravens. The Ravens go right down the field. I felt like they had no chance. It was one of those things where it was just like an avalanche of things that happened against them. And it was over early. It was. It was like twenty-one nothing quickly, yeah. then twenty-eight nothing. Okay, they got up thirty-five nothing. That's what I'm saying. It like, was. It got up thirty-five. I think nothing? it was thirty-five nothing. It was at least twenty-eight. Yeah, 
and it was they were just rolling right through them. And what did Mark Andrews do yesterday on uh, on National Tight End Day? What did he do? He scored a touchdown. And they were very, national tight end very happy day. to tell us that Mark Andrews scored a national tight end. Yeah. Day. Hmm. Ben, uh, what happened with uh, the Sean Watson? Because I saw he left the Browns game. Yep. Then I saw headlines on ESPN, Jerry, a reputable sports site, that he's out of the game with a mysterious, like. All right. So here's what happened. They made it seem like he left the he game. He gets pushed to the ground. And the announcers immediately are like, whoa, man, look at the way his helmet hit the turf. So he goes out of the game. But then at one point they show him he's holding it. They're saying it's the shoulder. Is it the head? I have no idea. I don't know. All I know is they they came back. They won the game. So I don't know if we're not going to see him for a while. If we'll be back this week, I have no idea. Well, the mystery was like, why did he, why was he taken out of the game? Because they weren't saying it was a shoulder or whatever. I guess he was cleared to go back in. And Again. the head coach after the game said he was not going to put his quarterback in danger. No, there you go. And that he will start next week. Okay. If he can. If he can. If he can. And they got away with one yesterday. Gardner Minshew, I didn't realize. So Minshew has turned the ball over eight times the last two weeks. I didn't realize that. Minshew mania, Jerry. It's, uh, it's yeah. a risky... It's a risky business. A pick, three fumbles yesterday, I think the, the line was. And they were still had a chance to win that game. Yes. You know, Cleveland scores with, what, 15 seconds left or something? Did you like those uh, Colts helmets? They were okay. Yeah, I don't. I, 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 to me, it's like reinventing the wheel. Just wear the helmets. I, that's the one thing I don't love. I don't like where every team has, like, a black-colored Yeah, well, jersey. this was, was like, yeah, wasn't it navy blue? I don't think it was black. I thought their helmets were black. See, I thought they were both navy blue. Oh. But I don't know. Minshew. You might, you might be right. I don't know. Minshew, Jerry. Yes. Uh, was there were a couple of people tweeted us about the, the uniforms. Like, I didn't care for them. Yeah, I wasn't honest. I wasn't a fan. Mm-mm. I normally love, like, I loved the Eagles uniforms last night. Those are really yeah. sweet. Yeah. I know, and the Giants, by the way, really cool. I like those Giants uniforms. Yeah. They look Remind nice. you of the 80s and, and yeah. early 90s. Yeah, I know. And, and I will say, too, when we got to the game, and they go to kick it off, and you see the big giant helmet yes. at midfield. Do you remember? I was telling my son about this because he's like, "Oh, that looks really cool. I never saw that before." I'm like, "Yeah, I'm, you know, the back in the day at the Meadowlands, they had the horrendous red Meadowlands logo with the New Jersey symbol. It was awful. That was terrible. This looked cool. That was cool. The end zones were painted cool, yep. like old school stuff. It did look good. I agree." I did was also reading that uh, Brian Dayball, I guess, this week in particular, prior to this game, took over more of the offensive schemes and things like that. He was involved in the meetings, right? Yeah, let me get the wording. Pat Leonard, I saw this reported in Daily News. Dayball ran the offensive meetings this week for the first time as a Giants head coach. And again, they scored 14 points. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, honestly. And I actually thought we were going to be in for something. It was 14-0 in the second quarter. I was like, all right, Giants are going to put up probably 28 points And again, they should have put up 21. And Graham Gano missed a field goal early, a 40-yarder, so they could have had another three there. So it could have been better. Let's not go nuts with Brian Dable in the offense meetings. I mean, let's they scored 14 points. Yeah. But they won the game, and that's all that matters. And they blocked a field goal, Jerry. That is true too. And that was a chip shot. And that was a, that was a for the first time in, in ninety eight games. Is that if true? I, if I read that correctly, yeah. The first time in ninety eight games the Giants blocked a field goal. Yes. Wow, that's a lot of games. I think I do. Sixteen ninety eight. That's like six years. Yeah, it was six years. Wow. Well, I guess it's not all that common. So. Yeah, but that was nice. <laughs> Was let me see. Is the story going to be that he was also in on the special teams meetings yes. this week, and he got the guy to jump up in the air and well, you know swat what, swat the ball away. We got to be careful because Sterling Shepard also muffed the punt. He did muff. So the you punt, got one right? good, one bad. One, one good, and good, Graham Gano missed a field goal. Uh, let's scrap that. He wasn't on the special teams meetings. Now Miles Garrett also blocked the field goal yesterday. Yes, I did see that, and he did it by jumping over without touching the line, without using leverage, as yeah. they say, which would have been a penalty. He had a crazy game. If you look at his statistics, Miles Garrett blocked. He had QB hits. He had sacks. That's had, what he does. Man. Yep. Probably one of the best players, one of the best defensive players in the league right now. Yeah. Hard he to was argue. killing it yesterday. And you see TJ Watt, speaking of defensive players, see his interception. I did. Pretty good. I like, you want to, you're rooting for the guy to score at that point. Yes. Anytime a larger man. Yeah. Gets a ball like that. I'm I'm rooting for the rumbling, bumbling, stumbling. 
All right, 537, lots more to do, including uh, calls from you. Uh, probably not. Uh, and then we got uh, Boomer and Geo coming up at 6 on a football Monday right here on The Fan. All right, quarter to 6, what is up? October 23rd. By the way, my son turned 19 yesterday. How about that? Wow, that must be weird. Well, what's weird is when I started with you guys... He was like four when I started filling in for Carlin. And now to think he's 19 is pretty bizarre. Yeah, that is crazy. And my little guy knows nothing but Boomer and Carton, Boomer and Geo. That's crazy. He's a WFAN baby. They, yeah. And well, they both are. I mean, in 97, I started here, so. Oh, they're so both, they both uh, were babies when Correct. you were. When, or when they were babies, you were here. Yeah, well, and I got married when I was here. A whole lifetime, Jerry. Uh, yes. experienced WFAN. Think about this. I've been here more than half my life. Right. That's weird. How about Eddie? Same thing? More yeah, than half course. your life, yeah. Two-thirds his life, wow. probably, right? Because you're 30-something years? 34, and 34. I'm 56. Yeah. So 18, 18, uh, almost two-thirds. Wow. About 60% of his life he spent here. Man. How about that? That's, How about that? That's wild stuff when you think about it. It is. Uh, you know who I saw Saturday? It was Minko. Oh, yeah, I saw your photos on social media. St. John's Rutgers, an exhibition game for the Jimmy V Foundation. Let me tell you something real quick. <laughs> Mink doing great. He looks he looks good. Very excited for the St. John season. We do sex drive. No, he seemed like he was actually fired up. All Pretty fired good. up. All right. Luke Carnesecca was there, 98 years old. I didn't even see him, but he was there in the stands. For an exhibition game, it was a double overtime thriller. It was a blast. But I did get to see Minko, and that was kind of cool. How long did it take you? To, what was worse, driving there or driving home? Neither was bad, but driving there, we hit a little bit of traffic. So driving home was zero traffic, home in an hour and nine minutes. Driving there was like an hour 20. There was like one little hang-up for construction. Other than that, it was easy. And I see your Rutgers football team is now bowl eligible How about after that? they uh, beat Indiana on the road. Yeah, beat them pretty good, too. So Listen to Carl in there, uh, driving to the basketball game a little bit. What type of bowl will they get into? Don't ask tough questions. I don't. Listen, they're bowl eligible. Bowl eligible. Don't you remember last week we went through all the possible bowls for the Rutgers? Yeah, because uh, Eddie thinks I'm going to go to a, a Rutgers bowl game. Ha! Well, then again, if your girlfriend wants you to, guess who will be going bowling? <laughs> Arizona is a possibility. Yeah, Nashville's now, a, now you're in. Nashville's a possibility, Nashville. too. That'd but be good. Also, most likely, unfortunately, is the pinstripe bowl. Oh. Yankee Stadium. Well, it's an easy uh, commute for you, no. right to the Bronx. I'd rather go to Arizona. I agree. Than the Bronx. I, it I seems agree. It, it probably would take me the same amount of travel time. <laughs> it might be cheaper, too. <laughs> and cheaper, yes, for sure. Uh, your boy Patrick Mahomes threw four touchdowns uh, yesterday, Jerry, on National Tight Ends Day. And, uh, but that was another weird game where it was like high scoring in the first half, then the second half, kind of boring. Right? Mm-hmm. I mean, three of his four touchdowns were the first half. Yep. He threw like 300-something yards in the first half. Yep. Though we're going to get a, the old shootout at the OK Corral. Uh, you did get a lot of points. I mean, we you, did. Got, you got 31-17. You got we did get a lot points. of points. That late window had, uh, I mean, the Broncos-Packers game. There was one cool play, the the tipped ball in the end zone. Did I you see, see that one? No. So it was... Uh, the Packers were going, were on like the five yard line or something, and Jordan Love threw a kind of a sidearm type pass to get to his receiver, and it skipped off the receiver's hands and into another receiver's hands oh, in the neat. end zone. That was cool. Yeah, that game was one. There are certain games I check off the box. Yeah, don't need to worry about. Not interested. That was one. Even while the Seahawks are a decent team, Seahawks Cardinals twenty to ten. Moving on. Don't care. The Broncos and Packers fell into that category. So you were more at that point, it was Chargers-Chiefs. Yeah, I mean, well, yes and no. I mean, we were at a baseball game in Flemington. <laughs> but when I watch highlights and when I got home, the first game I checked on was the char And the first thing I saw, too, was, the, and I know it was a tipped ball, but, I mean, it's Justin Herbert. I mean, you throw more interceptions in, the, in, in big spots. I mean, for this guy that we saw, the golden boy, he wins nothing. Like, they're two and four. They're two and four now. I think they're two and four. Well, I'm going to check Man. that out because you still loves them though. I'm, and I'm not saying he doesn't have great talent and ability, but he doesn't win a damn thing. Correct. Like I mean, good lord. Let's see NFL standings real quick. Want to make sure we got this right. Uh, the Chargers are two and four. Hmm. Yep. 
And Taylor Swift was at the game again. We got to see some quick, of that action, Jerry. Only a half game ahead of the Broncos. Think about right. that. Put that in the proper context with the way we viewed the Broncos this year. We They're they a half stink. game behind the Chargers. Yes, 2-5, and 2-4. and four. Yes, Taylor Swift and uh, Brittany Mahomes, they had the old hand clap going and the they breast did. bump. What'd they do? A breast they bump? They did a breast bump. Oh, bump. Yeah. You mean like on a touchdown or something, yes. they pushed their boobs together? They jumped up. Like, huh. you know, you see baseball players, football players do the chest bump. I have seen that. They did the breast bump. Hmm. I did not good see that them. part. I saw the handshake, secret handshake. I did handshake. not see that part. Secret handshake they had. They did have a secret handshake. And uh, I still didn't get a really good explanation as to why earlier in that same day, Jerry, pictures of Taylor Swift with Bernie Kosar were going around. All right, so I saw the I before I came in, I looked at the the show rundown. Yeah. Huh? She was watching a Browns game with Bernie Kosar. There was uh, some sort of get together at somebody's house where the Browns uh, Colts game was on. And she took photos with Bernie Kosar. That's all. While in Kansas City, correct. Why is Bernie Kosar in Kansas City? I don't know. And wasn't he part of the Browns? One of the fired. No, okay. You fired. He said something stupid. I believe. Yeah, last year. I don't remember what it was. I just remember he got fired. I think he got fired. He looks like a weird dude. Well, Bernie Kosar is out there a little bit. Yeah. He is out there. So he got he's got his own just him and Taylor. So it wasn't like it was a photograph of of a big party and he was happened to be in the photo. It's just him and Taylor Swift in yeah. these photos. Uh, oh, he got fired for making a bet. I oh, he placed a bet. I don't know. I, I I don't. He did pregame show. Yeah, he fired over gambling. Mm. He broke the league's gambling rules. Oh, no. Okay. What'd you do, Bernie? Do you remember Bernie Kosar as a Cowboys quarterback? I, I do. That was weird. Uh, yes. He Boy, they went through it. Like every team does, they had a period of time where they were going through quarterbacks. Like, my God. Yeah. And I remember him as the as Marino's backup, and he called the fake spike. How about I did not know that. How about that? That was Bernie Kosar. Yeah. Hmm. And another relationship news, Jerry. I see that Tom Brady and Irina Shake have oh, broken up. Who cares? It fizzled, quote unquote, Jerry. Fizzled out. Don't care. I go live your life. Whatever. So he's back on the market. Oh my! Why did you date him? I, mean, <laughs> I don't care, Jerry. <laughs> He and I are both not gay. <laughs> Doesn't mean you can't have a lovely relationship with him. I could have a relationship yes, with him. Could. It just couldn't be sexual. It could be. It just could be. Insert this there, and here you go. Bing, bang, boom. <laughs> All of a sudden, Still wouldn't I, be pregnant. I get Tom Brady pregnant. <laughs> that would be weird. That's one guy. I like his, his love life comes up. I see it in the paper. It's like, is this really a story? You don't care about Tom no, Brady's love life? No, I don't. I'm curious who he ends up with. Okay. When all is said and done. And that will impact you how? No, not much, but no. just to know that, like, wow, this is Tom Brady. Because I still think of, uh, we always think of the guy from the NFL Combine who d- didn't look like he was in all that great a shape. Well, not, not that he didn't look like it. He wasn't. He wasn't. And now he's like, was with Giselle, a supermodel, yeah. other supermodels. Well, when you become another... a star, you can date a star, as he has. And then he married one. What are the percentage that he dates a woman that's unattractive? Zero? No, there's always a chance. Remember, beauty is in the eye of the beholder, Al. Yeah, except when you're Tom Brady. You <laughs> then beauty is if you are a supermodel. The shame of that is, is if he fell for someone who wasn't attractive yeah. or as attractive as people deem someone he should be dating, you feel bad for the girl. Yes. They right, every fault. headline be like, look at this ugly girl that Tom Brady wound up with. <laughs> Meanwhile, ugly guys date beautiful women all the time. Yeah, hey, listen, there's a lot of reasons for that. And you can sit there and go through them if you'd like during the break. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure gonna, I'm surprised Eddie hasn't played a drop yet. Huge, <laughs> whatever huge package <laughs> or wallet, whatever. Oh yeah, yeah. He's really funny. I find humor to be the thing that turns me on the most. Oh, good to know. <laughs> Maybe Tom will fall for you. <laughs> All right, quick break. Come back. We got uh, Boomer and Geo standing by right now. Odyssey Sports Minute. Amy Lawrence on the Sunday Night Football game. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. Oh, we've got about a minute left. Boomer and Geo standing by. What else, Al? Jerry, do you think the Phillies will win I do. today I do. and be crowned yes. NL champions? Yep, 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 yep. 
You watch Zach Wheeler the other it's ridiculous watching yeah. how good this guy is. It's just funny seeing all of the names of There's the a lot of them. Nathan Avaldi got the win last yeah, night for Nathan the Rangers. Nathan Avaldi, we've got Max Scherzer on the mound. Yep. There's a lot of them. Do you think the Texas Rangers win today? I don't. I actually think and you know I'm rooting for them. No neither of these teams have won at home yet. Yes. I think I think that ends tonight. That was a, a weird thing they said. It hasn't happened in uh, quite a while. Yeah, very strange. So, no, if I was going to bet this game, I would bet the Astros. Is it because of Max Scherzer? Uh, it's part of it, but I just think at some point one of these teams is going to figure it out at home. That having been said, let's go at Oles. I want to see them win. I want the Rangers to win. I want to be right about this. I want the Rangers in the World Series. Yeah, it was great. He had a grand slam last night. In the ninth inning, yeah. After striking out four times. Yep. And they were but like, all oh, we remember guy. is the grand slam. Yes. Yeah, that's a weird thing about hitting in baseball. Yeah. You can go one for five at a three-run homer in a big spot. WFAN, WFAN-FM, WFAN-FM HD1, New York. Always live on the free Odyssey app.